0: hey tim hey dan did you uh did you want to hear a joke you know me player all right so what's the difference between death and taxes what well parliament doesn't meet every year to make death worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've see, you've told me that before and i still it's laughed still at funny. it it's still funny also death and taxes great whiskey bar in brisbane <laughs> so just give them a shout out <laughs> let's jump in love don't. the name hi this is tim this is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk drunk, account, drunk, drunk, account, drunk, drunk, account, drunk accountant, okay, okay, drunk, okay, drunk, 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 drunk accountant. <sighs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim, and we are two drunk the accountants. Two drunk accountants here providing. Um, dispelling the myths and mysteries of running a small business, Tim. Yeah, I and mean actually, we've got a really good episode for you today because we had David Harris, who's- uh, our, our local member for Wyong yeah. in the state parliament. R- representing Labor. Yep, he's uh, running in the election, obviously, this weekend, and, yep. and he dropped in just to tell us what it's like being a politician yep. and uh, you know what are some of the issues that us small business owners should be uh, thinking about leading in, into Saturday's vote. He's just a good guy too. Just a really good dude. Just really enjoyed talking to him, picking I, his brain. I, 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 I hope he comes back. I think he will. I, I think he will. will. Yeah. It depends what happens with the, uh, like, obviously, I think he's looking very good to get yeah. elected. Looking very um, good for him to be elected. If you're in Wyoming, vote for David. Yeah. But, uh, um, otherwise, it depends what happens with the wider party in the state too yeah. as, in, as to whether or not he will be a shadow minister or, or a, a minister. A minister. Yeah, he's currently the shadow minister for a bunch of portfolios, yeah. um, which, which is cool and, and obviously we'll see what happens after the election, but that chat is going to pop up later in this, in this episode. episode yeah. But first, Tim, what, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Dan Lowe? Um, Tim, how was your week? Very good. Uh, capped off with my lovely wife's birthday happy birthday jade yeah Hmm. it's like you had to think of her name for a second no just i just wanted to make an appointment jade jade Jade, is it (laughs) yeah it was that (laughs) wife it's okay good yeah i just wasn't sure you have several Um, yeah, so we ended up, we went out on uh, Saturday night, kid free. We had uh babysitter, Jade's mom. Yep, nice. Looking after Louis and uh, we had a few margaritas. You did, you certainly did. It was good. I've got a really funny video of you. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which I was going to post. <laughs> oh no, what yes. was I doing? Just wearing glasses and... <laughs> been a hoon indoors (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) the glasses they're on the end of my nose yeah Uh, if you follow us on instagram you would have seen a photo of me in a large sombrero yeah Um, that really matched your shirt did match my shirt on the night yeah so that was from dinner uh for your lovely last was good yeah no i really i really liked it it was a really nice and the weather was so good on the the weekend Weather was good if you're in new south wales on the weekend you probably got part of that heat wave too yeah I think, even, gone, I think it was pretty good down out. in Melbourne too, actually, um, on the Thursday and Friday. But yeah, it was like 30, 35 degrees. It's really warm. And down the entrance where we were, mm. lovely little breeze rolling through. It was nice. A few nice beverages. What do they call the bottom pub? Uh, the social club. The social club? Yeah. yeah. So we're at the social club. <laughs> we're at the entrance. So, the entrance. And then we went to a Mexican <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Dan? Any... Uh, well, any I also dancers? did that. I was there. Yeah. Yes, um, you were, but you can't use that because I just used it. No, what I'm going to use instead is uh, last week we went to a Countex. Yeah. And uh, we had a nice time. We met lots really of lovely good. people. You got to go to the party. Tell me about the party. Yeah. It was at the um, uh, Contemporary Art or well, Museum of Contemporary Art, mm-hmm. um, just down the bottom there. Mocha. Um, Mocha. Mocha. Museum of Contemporary. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're at Mocha. <laughs> and um, yeah, no, it was fun. We just hung out, had a few drinks, chatted a few people's ears off. Funny story, though, I'd like to tell. Uh, friend of the podcast, who's actually going to be on an episode probably later this week, yep. um, we recorded two episodes while we are there, but we're just waiting for them to get sent to us um, before we can release them. And we also interviewed a bunch of people, so they're going to be released over the next however many weeks. Um, but one of our guests was friend of the podcast, uh, John. John Munden. Oh yes, the podfather. The podfather. Mm. And I was at the after party. And if you're listening to this account text, you might need better security. And I was at the after party. I got a message saying, where are you at? Mm. And, and you were on the train. I so saw that You'd too. responded yeah. and, and said, you're on the train. And uh, next thing, I, I, about a half hour later or so, I, I happened to see John wearing a two drunk accountants t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> at this at, at mocker uh oh. and i i walked up i said mate got the merch on i'm loving it how good <laughs> to see you're representing us while you're, while you're out at this party yeah and he said yes yeah, the only reason i got in <laughs> I said, what do you mean <laughs> he said i walked up to the building i don't have a ticket and i said i was with you oh <laughs> my god <laughs> which so astounded I mean, me because we don't even get free stuff no. when we wear those shirts so however however he was able to we just need to have more up, confidence Bally. he must have just strolled up and said oh yeah just um, with t- the with two drunk accountants uh, yeah, yeah they had they let they said they they come. Yeah. and they're like oh yeah sure come in <laughs> those tickets were $150 each yeah, exactly so, uh, good on John for that I think we should start selling our shirts for about 140 bucks. Yeah, there's a lots pot. of value because in there. yeah, yeah, it gets you into parties. Yeah. Expensive um, parties. No, but it was nice. I got to hang out with, you know, all, all, all the greats, uh, frequent guests on the podcasts, Heather Smith. It's cool. Michelle Grisdale. Yeah. Uh, all the gang. It was nice. It's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I missed it, but that, that does sound like it was a blast. Yes, it was a good time. It was a good time. But text, um, you know, let's give a little bit of a, a quick rundown. There will be whole episodes That we recorded while at Accountex coming up. But Mm. um, yeah, the overall theme was attendance wasn't great. Yeah, it was a great um, event. The event was 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 great. The stalls were all really nicely done. Yep. Um, all the vendors turned out in force. Like they had like five to eight people at every stall. Yeah. It was hectic. And and from what I understand, I didn't get to see a whole lot of the speakers because we were busy working yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, a lot, of the, a lot of the speakers were really good and had really yeah. valuable content. I had mm. a bunch of people come tell me how great they thought some of them were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there just wasn't that much foot traffic. There just wasn't that much foot traffic. Mm. And, and I think there's a lot of people asking questions now like, why? Why? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a theory. Mm. I thought about this when I was on the train home by myself for two yeah, hours. It's a lot of deep thought in hour. that uh, central to Tugra train. <laughs> yeah. Done it many times. <laughs> and I spent most of the trip home messing with my AFL fantasy squad. Yeah. So that's got to be said. Mm. Um, but that led me to believe- that I figured out why there wasn't much foot traffic. Oh, yeah. Now, there was an event on in Melbourne during the week. Accounting Business Expo? Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Look, nothing against that event, but um, I think it's a little bit different in style than the one we went to. The Accountex event is more framed like a zero con. Yeah. So, um, it had drinks after day one Mm. um, and it was like the lights were dimmed. It was a bit more festival-like. Yeah. Whereas I think the Accounting Business Expo, if it's anything like the one we went to in Sydney Mm. back in 2019, the lights are up the stalls are smaller yeah Yeah, it's more of like a corporate um, event so that's cool there's space for both on the calendar I think Hmm. they happen to happen in the same week yeah same week which I think was a mistake and the accounting business expo was in Melbourne and guess what was also on on the weekend Dan round one of the AFL so okay with Thursday night (laughs) seeing Carlton play Richmond with uh, more than 80,000 turnout in the crowd And And do you reckon accountants like footy no Nah, they hate it. No, no they, they hate it. They bloody love it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they bloody love it, especially if they're from Melbourne, all right? So, no no, like self-respecting accountant from Melbourne is going to travel to Sydney, which they hate anyway. Yeah. It's like this let's, whole thing. Let's, Melbourne, let's, Melbourne. let's talk about the elephant in the room. They hate it. Melbourne people hate Sydney anyway, yeah. but they're not going to go up there, particularly when it's round one mm. of the footy that weekend. So, you think that account context, the event was good. Do that again. Yes. But just do it at a different Time. yeah could they just do it maybe in different weeks that's what i would say yeah or, or do it not leading up to tax lodgement. a lot of public people in public practice are quite busy right now we are busy do it in june i reckon you'd get a mass june? turnout in june in july now july it's ramping up again january everyone's on holidays january. yeah june you're right dan it's Z- june it's got to be Z- June. con was on in september this year it's end of august pretty still got a pretty big turnout but just not leading up to may just anytime yep. after May and before mid-September, Yeah, <laughs> I think is a good period. I like it, Dan. Yeah, that's my advice, AccountEx. Also, mm. charge everyone a small fee or charge no one a fee. Yeah, d- yeah, so what did the Business Expo do? Did they charge a fee at all? It was just nothing. I don't think it was. I think you just turn up. So, I think accountants are also tight asses. And I'm only allowed mm. to say that because I'm an accountant. And, uh, and we're tight asses. Mm. And so, if you see one that's entirely free versus one that's hybrid free- mm. You might choose to go for the entirely free one, but if, if everyone's if you're if you're charging everybody a hundred dollars, yeah, to go, that's and you get to go into everything. I think that's understandable. That's valuable. Yeah, definitely. It's like, oh, they're they're asking for money because it's probably got better content. Yes, exactly. I'm going to go to the one with good content. A hundred bucks is still nothing compared to zero cons. Thousand dollars, exactly. A thousand dollars. Yeah, and and that got a lot of people. Mm. Interesting. Anyway, we had a fun time. We got to chat with a whole bunch of different vendors that we love speaking to, software, yeah. apps. We learned a few new things. We did a two-drunk quiz. Again, if you're not following us on Instagram, what are you doing? Yeah. Get amongst it. Get amongst it. Um, yeah, I, I agree, Dan. It was awesome. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully account in the future. Yeah. Like I, I definitely want to be part of that journey because yep. from what, everything I hear overseas, it is one of the pinnacle events yep. like in the UK. Yep. So uh, hoping it be, it can become that in Australia, and I, I'm I'm on board. I'm on board for the journey. Toot, toot. Yeah, Yep. All right, Tim. Business update sponsored by Cats. Thank you, Cats Accountants, you, Cats for Accountants. Uh, sponsoring the business update today. Uh, Tim, another bank mm. has collapsed. What's happening, Dan? Credit <laughs> Swiss. <laughs> um, um, I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm thinking about the song that you're about to play. Yeah, I uh, mean. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> 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 what this is what the everyone in the financial uh, space <laughs> is thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Classic boredom. Yeah, but what is going on? Um, mm. I mean, I can understand the Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, well, I, I think from my understanding, this was a, an investment bank mm. as well, um, or at least part of it was, and and. There seems to be some interesting things happening in the tech space lately. You know, mm. even even our beloved Zero have had to lay off 800 people, yeah, I know. which is pretty big concern from them. And they still seemed pretty jovial at mm, the, they did. you know, putting in brave faces, I guess. Yeah. But um, it's like bit, 20% of their workforce. Yeah, but then there's all those other tech businesses who are who are having big layoffs at the moment, and mm. and perhaps the investment bankers um, had invested in a lot of these businesses that are now not doing as well. Yeah. Um, concerning. Mm. And, and it's just interesting to watch interest mm. rates are going up again. Mm. They went up recently. Yeah. Possibly going to go up again here. Mm. Um, and they've like credit Swiss would have borrowed money. Yep. To invest in exactly businesses, which are now not performing well or have gone bankrupt. Yep. So. And the, and the cost of investing in them has gone up mm. because of those interest rate increases. So yes. yeah, it's, it's an interesting time. Um, I, 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 it's kind of that time of year again. I, I, I almost want to get Jeremy thought back on and just see his thoughts. Yes. Pick his brain. We need an economist for sure. And just that, just the, our annual yep. economist check-in. Let's hit him up. I think that'd be heaps good. we we'll get Jezza back. It's probably like, it's probably almost exactly around about the time oh. each year we do get him. <laughs> it's, it's like when we get uh, Jay on, yeah, Jay Merrily. It's always February. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Maybe there's cycles to these things we don't realise. We anyway. just live in a, an endless cycle of Baz lodgements, tax lodgements, Jeremy Thorpe in April, May. That is funny. Um, um, anyway, just wanted to bring that up and just start the conversation. Yeah, it's worrying. It is worrying. But um, look, hopefully, mm. I think in Australia, we're pretty lucky. We've got a very prudent... Uh, mending system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, but another another quick business update. Um, there is a state election this weekend. If you're in New yep. South Wales, believe it or not, we've got to go vote this weekend. Yeah. It's time to pop a sausage in your mouth and <laughs> and go vote. Election election sausage. Election. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't speak right today. No. So, uh, it is a state election time. Um, that's why we, we got our guest on today, David. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Probably should you should be amongst what's happening with that election, and you should you should understand which of the parties might be better for small business. Mm. Um, we obviously chat to David, mm. and he tells us a bit about what's going on in that side of space for them. But yep. uh, yeah, just uh, my advice always is is don't just vote who you normally vote for. Go go figure out Research what they're actually it. promising and and doing. Yeah, because as David says early on in the chat, um, everything you do all day mm. is affected by politics whether you like it or not yeah so take it seriously don't get angry about it just maybe get involved yeah. i suppose yeah don't Which get better you can do but get better. at the very least by voting correct, correct. Yeah. making an informed decision correct all right tim give a tight ass tip uh yes i do what was it we decided one uh let's say you might want to make a Donation. <laughs> That's right. So uh, political donations are tax deductible. <laughs> Boom. There's your there's your tax tip this week. I feel like that should have just been a Dan Dollar saver because yeah, be your idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. Dan Dollar savers everyone. I'm out there uh, saving dollars. <laughs> no, we had a really good tax tip um, in one of the account tax episodes. Mm. Yeah, we did actually, visa, the yeah, visa the visa thing. We'll so wait for that, that because that. that'll come out. Um, but yeah, it just seemed appropriate. We had David on today. So if you're looking to donate, um, then uh, reach out to David's office. But <laughs> also it's Tax deductible. <laughs> tax so, deductible, yeah. it's good times. There you go. We actually had a good suggestion from um, from friend of the podcast, Heather, um, okay. Heather Smith. And she says, Tim, that um, we should release a TARDAS Tips book hundred percent. Yes. And I just want to put that out there because I think this is a great idea. Makes sense. No pun intended. Tim's tired ass tips. This book makes sense. (laughs) C-E-N-T-S. Exactly. Sense. Yeah. And then little picture of Tim like pointing to the- Because of course, it's going to cost you 20 bucks to buy, but you might save like a bit more than 20 bucks if you stick to it for the rest of your life. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. worth it. No, that's a lie Dan. Some of my tips- Like I've saved hundreds of dollars at a time. I don't want to brag. At a time. At a time. At a time. (laughs) Yeah. Name one. You've seen me do it. Name one where you've saved a hundred dollars. A hundred. In one instance. Price match at Officeworks. You were there. What did your price match again? Uh, What was it? I think it was a screen or a dock. But you didn't save hundreds of dollars. It was probably less than a hundred. All right. Uh, What else? What else? What else? I asked. Okay. I bought. this This is going back a while. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was going traveling to America mm. before COVID happened. Yeah. And I booked a camper van. Yeah. And then a week later, they had their Black Friday sales on. Yeah. And I emailed them and I saved 300 bucks. Okay. Didn't end up paying it or saving it because yeah. they didn't go. Yeah. And I lost my deposit. So technically doesn't count. Technically I lost 200 yeah. US dollars because <laughs> they still have that as credit for me. And I'm probably never going to go. You're never going to go. That's good. But, uh, but look. The principle was I was going to save that mm. as long as the global pandemic mm. didn't happen. Well, we all saved a lot of money during know? that global pandemic, didn't who we? Who are you to know? Yeah. Anyway, well, great tip. I think we should do the book. Let's get on oh, that. Yeah, I think so too. It, it can be a bit of a giveaway yeah, for the listeners. Exactly. They might, they might enjoy it. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well, speaking of principle, principle... Oh, ex-principal. Ex- ex-principal. David, David Harris. You uh, oh, like see it. the connection there. Yeah, yeah nice. Uh, let's, let's jump into our interview with David. Let's do it. See you on the other side. Okay, so pretty honored to say we've got our first politician on the show with us, <laughs> David Harris, who is the member for Wyong, the incumbent member, um, shadow minister for the Central Coast, Aboriginal Affairs and Treaty and jobs, investment, and tourism. There's a few shadow ministers there. A few <laughs> shadow Busy man. It's
1: yeah. a pleasure to be here. I yeah. do listen to your podcast, so yeah. learning Thanks. a lot.
0: Yeah, oh, good. I'm yeah. glad to hear. Thanks for being with us. Um, yeah, I think uh, Dan and I are pretty stoked to have you on because we've got the election coming up on Saturday yep. in New South Wales. Yes, no nerves. Yeah. No nerves. No. You're looking pretty calm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow you've made time to come sit down with the two drunk accountants. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, we're, we're keen to dive into politics in general, um, talk about business in the local area and, and the wider regions too. So thanks for coming and having a chat with us.
1: Yeah, no problems. Yeah, no, it's good to uh, chat about politics in a non-formal way because yeah. uh, often people uh, think it's something they shouldn't have to worry about, but it affects them every single minute of their lives.
0: Yeah, so true. Yeah, absolutely true. I mean, we, we only think about it... State every four years, and, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who are only right now thinking, Was an election this weekend? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're not even thinking about it right now. So, uh, I find it's a good opportunity for us to have that discussion and, and yeah. see what, what is going on. What, what should we know about leading up to this election?
1: Yeah, yeah sure. So, it's going to be a tight election. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. uh, the the polls, I'm, I'm in the Labour Party, and mm. yeah. the polls have us slightly in front, mm.
0: yeah.
1: but. Uh, you have to win the right number of seats and it's highly likely it'll be a hung parliament with no one having a clear majority Yeah, mm. and so the independents uh, would come into play. We'd need to win nine seats overall and lose none mm. to have outright majority. So yeah, that's right. tough, tough in this climate and in New South Wales we have a difficult voting system because you only have to put a number one. Yeah, Whereas it's the not preferential. you yeah. got a number every square. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that means if people don't preference, you have to get a very high primary vote to get elected. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that is interesting distinction, actually, because, yeah, we are so used to putting the one through seven or whatever, however number there are, Uh, but here we can just put one.
1: Yes, 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 one. And uh, yeah, and it's, uh, I've, you know, in the last parliament, we had a situation where the government didn't have a clear majority, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly in the upper house, the legislative council. And so, every piece of legislation, as a shadow minister, you'd have to go in and negotiate with the crossbench, which were you know we had greens, shooters, oh. uh, animal uh, animal uh, welfare people. You had mm. the um, one nation, the Christian Democrats. Oh my God. And they were all very much poles apart on some issues. Yeah. Wow! And so, trying to negotiate was was sometimes a big challenge.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> So it's been a long, I and mean, put all that also in context, we've had COVID for four years. Yeah. In like that entire last, you know, um, cycle, <laughs> COVID mainly. Yeah, it's we really only thing. had 18 yeah.
1: months of mm. the term yeah. uh, where we weren't COVID affected. So they're wow. yeah, really different from the previous four years. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, that's so interesting. So that's, that's more broadly, this specifically for Wyong, uh, if you, you won with a pretty good margin last time, I think.
1: Yes, yeah, my margin's about thirteen percent. Yeah, nice, uh, which is puts me in the reasonably safe zone. There's no such yeah. thing as a safe seat <laughs> anymore, so <laughs> taking nothing for granted. Yeah, but uh, Wyong is the place on the Central Coast where there's the most growth. Yep. Yeah, uh, right. we've got the most greenfield areas. We've got the railway line, the hospital, the freeway, hmm. so a lot of money being spent in the Wang electorate, which I'm really happy about, because yeah. it's yeah, cool. good for the people who live here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. mean, our business is here. Clearly, we have a vested interest in this. Yeah. Uh, another good reason that I asked that question, though, is because, um, let's just say, if, if it's looking like you're going to win, when you win, um, every politician that's come on the podcast has, has happened <laughs> to win their, their vote, uh, yeah. so... It's, it's going to be, in, in, we're, we're a milestone, we're I gonna, think, yeah, for a lot of politicians be, going forward. One from
1: one. Yeah, one yeah. from one, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> don't jinx myself. No, yeah. no definitely not.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, so politics in general, can we chat about that for a little bit? Sure. Because yeah. like you said, most people don't want to think about it, but it does affect everyone, whether they like it or not. Um, and most people, if they do want to talk about politics, it's usually they're frustrated. Um, which is an, uh, it's an unfortunate narrative in Australia and just around the world, I guess, at the moment with politics. What's, what's your view on that?
1: Yeah, so I agree. People are frustrated uh, yeah. because particularly on the big issues, they feel disenfranchised, that mm. they don't get a say. Mm. Uh, but uh, those, some of those issues are really complex too. So unless mm. you're someone who follows you know, every minute on the news mm. and, and understands legislation and, and why things are being done, it, it can seem this great big mystery. But yes. essentially what a particular local politician does mm. is they advocate and on behalf of constituents, and they're the link between uh, the average person and government. Mm-hmm. Government's a very hard beast to navigate, Yep. And so often they need help. We we will either go to the department or go to a minister's office on behalf of people and try basically try to, to solve their problems. And I'm really pleased. In our office, we have we keep a tally. We have about an 85% success rate, which is nice. wow. pretty high given some of the issues that we deal with, which could be from uh, housing, police, mm. uh, homelessness, mm. uh People uh, owing uh, traffic fines. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, there's just the whole gamut: potholes, yep. uh, whatever you can think of. Government has some involvement, and we advocate on behalf of people. Yeah,
0: we well, were even just saying off air about um, even just the recent grants. We were complaining about how busy we've been in the last yeah. few years, <laughs> and all the government grants. And you are just saying, yeah, even that's something you've helped a few local constituents with.
1: Yeah, so it seemed really easy, you know you. During COVID, if you're a business, you put in for a grant and uh, you got the money, which tied you over, which was really good. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, then uh, they audited people, mm. as they do. Yeah. And some businesses were left uh, owing uh, quite large sums of money. Mm. Uh, one business in particular, over $80,000. Oh, yeah. mm. And uh, we've been advocating on their behalf because uh, they actually were very honest. It was the form that had the issue. Yeah. And so. They were caught out, and that's been recognised, that the form asked for the wrong information. The yeah, uh, person supplied the information in good faith, uh, and they're saying, oh, yeah, but you know, it's not our problem. You know, you owe us the money. And mm-hmm. we've gone back and said that's not reasonable mm. and that you have to work something out here because it was actually your mistake. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can be – that's taken – I think we've been doing it now for 12 months, mm. uh, but we're able to put it on hold. And uh, and then negotiate with the department. So uh, he drops in uh, from time to time and keeps <laughs> us updated on what's what's happening. And uh, yeah. I just hope that in the end uh, he's not penalised for yeah. You yeah. Know, what was a you know basically bureaucratic mistake. Yeah. mistake. yeah,
0: yeah, because they're rolling them out so quickly, so I can see that yeah. would definitely have happened.
1: Yeah, and and that's the problem when you have to do that quickly, mm. then it's not perfect. Yeah, because uh, the idea is to get the money out there as quickly mm. as that's you can. That's right. Yeah. However, uh, as you do as government, you have accountability. Mm. Yeah. And so then they go back and check on everything and then they say, oh, wait a second, we've given out too much. Yeah. Uh, we have to get some of it back.
0: That is so interesting just to the broader point though, is like yeah, a lot of people would think of their local member as part of the system. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, it, it'd be you that I'd go complain to about this problem, um, but really you're there to help and advocate for the community within that system. And that's mm. a much different way to think about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. and. We never turn anyone away. We've yeah. taken on some, you know, some problems that I may not have agreed with myself. Yeah, but I'm people's voice, mm. and so mm. if I don't advocate on their behalf, no one, no one does, and mm. that's mm. that's the wrong thing. Mm. Uh, you should be there for everyone, and mm. it uh, it can be tough because some people come to you when they've exhausted every other avenue, mm. and. try to get that assistance and so you're actually dealing with some of the most hardest complex problems Mm -hmm. yeah which is uh yeah it's a challenge Uh, i can imagine
0: and that's on top of your other responsibilities in parliament
1: too so (laughs) yeah that's right yeah so obviously legislation goes through the parliament and Mm. i try to speak on legislation as much as i can because you want to have a local voice yeah Yeah. and and so i look at legislation how will it affect the people this area central coast uh wider new south wales and I think we counted up the other day, I think uh, I've done over a 1,000 speeches now. Wow. And we've also been able to move a lot of amendments. So one of the best ones is we were left out of the renewable energy zones. Uh, So we were able to move an amendment and the Hunter Central Coast was included. Oh, nice. Just recently they went out to tender for projects and they received over $100 million worth of tenders. Wow. Uh, which is going to be great for the Central Coast. We'll get the Waratah Super Battery at Mamora, mm. uh, and a yeah. whole lot of other projects. Hopefully, uh, to uh, aid in the transition away from uh, coal power, yeah. and uh, and we need that because those people need to find jobs yeah. in, in the yeah. new industries. Yeah, uh, definitely. Because uh, otherwise, they have to move away, and and that's a hard thing to do. You sort of forget that, that
0: we had two power stations. It was two, wasn't it, on the Central yeah, three. Coast? Three. yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, Arari, yeah. 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 <laughs> um,
1: we sort of owned that too because people here work there. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: one of them That's just, w- that was the tower um, was blown, the tower was blown yeah. Yeah, knocked down, demolished. Yeah yeah. 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 That was always a site to be seen. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, of course, they they supplied the state's power, but they also very polluted sites. Yeah. Mm. And so we were sort of scratching our heads saying what, what could we do with Mamora Because mm-hmm. rehabilitation will cost a lot of money, mm. and luckily uh, the government listened, and now we're getting the the super battery. So cool uh, that will that will sit there and hum away, nice. and that's awesome. uh, give us give us power on the central coast. Sounds that's great. Yeah, Sounds, that's,
0: I wonder if they'll have any Tesla charging stations there for my Tesla. It's <laughs> <laughs> <There's> not many.
1: It's
0: going to. Direct connection through to here. Can you handle that for us, Dave? Yeah. Is that all right? Just yeah, advocate for that.
1: We'll just run a line down. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's start talking a little bit then about um, this election and mm. a lot of our listeners are small businesses. You know, uh, that's that's our whole purpose is to try and get yeah. information out to small businesses. What's what's in store? What's what's on the line here for small business owners?
1: Yeah, I think there's recognition from all sides of uh, politics that a small business needs support, because mm. when small business is thriving, then we have more jobs. Yep. Mm. When we have more jobs, we have more people contributing to the economy, mm. and that's good yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so I think both sides uh, have quite good policies for small business, mm. uh, particularly around the cost of energy mm. and those sorts of things, yeah. because uh, if you're into uh, manufacturing, for example, uh, then the cost of electricity has gone through the roof. Mm. Uh, And I've heard some people's bills have gone up by $30,000, $40,000 a year. And that's a lot of extra produce you have to sell Mm. in order to make that gap to stay profitable. So there's a lot of grants around for uh, being more energy efficient, so installing LED lights, putting Mm. solar panels in place, uh, all those sorts of things to try and help business uh, deal with that uh, cost of living, that that Mm. electricity Hopefully, uh, with the federal government's grants as well, uh, there's some really good offers out there. So I encourage people to go online and look those up and mm. uh, and take advantage of them. Because if if local people aren't getting them, then they're going somewhere else. So, yeah, uh, that's I, true. I prefer you know local people uh, benefit from all of the programs. Yeah, is there a specific place that
0: if you are a local business owner, you know, maybe not even from Wyong, but. Anywhere in the state or country, is where do you recommend to go to look for those things?
1: Yes, there's actually a website. So the first place you'd go is Service New South Wales, mm-hmm. and they they have links through to the energy saving programs. But uh, if you look up New South Wales grants, just yep. Google that, mm-hmm. uh, it comes up with a, a page that lists all the the grants, including federal grants as well. Mm-hmm. So or you can contact our office or one of the other local members, and they'll uh, try and connect you with uh, with the the best place to go or the best grant to get
0: yeah yeah that's good to know so and and, and you know being shadow minister for for jobs <laughs> i'd be uh, regretting not asking you this question finding people at the moment in any industries is <laughs> tough it's so tough um, um in accounting in particular <laughs> yeah. it's it's really tough and most firms that we know have turned to outsourcing a lot of compliance work overseas mm, yeah almost every single person we speak to tell us you need to be outsourcing <laughs> Yeah. How can we find more talent here on the coast or everywhere? How do we get more people wanting to be here yes, and working?
1: two key factors there. The first one is housing,
0: Yeah. Uh, and the
1: second True. one is, is education. Yeah. So uh, we're having a look at, at both of those issues, so particularly affordable housing. And the Central Coast still is relatively affordable. Mm. Uh, through COVID, prices went up because all the Sydney people wanted to move away and, yeah. and yeah. put pressure yeah. On the coast, but compared to, Sydney. To, to, <laughs> compared to Sydney, we're still reasonably cheap. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you call five hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars cheap, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely better than a million dollars. Yeah, But uh, the other part is skills, and we have to mm-hmm. relook really at uh, our skills system to make sure that we're actually uh, identifying job shortages, mm. skills shortage areas and give incentives for people to move into those areas mm. because mm. for too long it's become a, a case of uh, uh, you you choose the courses that cost you the least to do Yeah, uh, and uh, you know you get your first uni degree or whatever and then you have a look again. Well, that's not working now because we have that, uh, that employment lag mm. and yeah, it's affecting every single sector. So in tourism, for example... Hospitality. Uh, some of our restaurants and hotels are running at only eighty percent capacity. Yeah. Uh, not because they can't find people to stay there. It's yeah. just they, they don't have cleaners and staff Crazy. to actually look after people. So uh, that's uh, that's yeah an attack on their profit. Mm. Yeah, uh, they'd rather be operating at a hundred percent, and mm. uh, and we have to address that. So mm. the housing issue. Whether you go to Wagga or you go to Dubbo, or Western Sydney, that's the first issue people say. Even when we find staff, mm. if we can't find them somewhere to live, yeah. then we lose them. Crazy.
0: That is fascinating. And I was only kidding about you know, going back to Sydney because having those people migrate to the Central Coast is, is amazing because that means mm. businesses like ours, um, which support many people in tourism and hospitality and, and yep. all these other industries can exist. Mm. Um, but if they have no, if they have nowhere to live, then they're not going to come here. (laughs) Correct, yeah. Yeah.
1: And the really interesting thing was uh, through COVID was that we got a new culture of working from home Mm. and a lot of people haven't gone back to Sydney full-time, so they might be only going back to Sydney for two or three days a week and working from home. So we have to change our thinking about how we do public transport, Mm -hmm. uh, how we view the CBD in terms of a workplace, Mm -hmm. uh, how uh, we manage... A business. So some people's managerial style is having all their staff in the room yeah. so they can tell them what to do. Mm. Uh, when they're out working from home, that's that's a lot harder to do. There's a lot of trust. Mm. Yeah. Uh, however, statistically, the, the research shows us that productivity's probably actually gone up. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Because when you work from home, uh, whilst you may take breaks through the day, in some cases, you actually work longer. Yeah. Uh, especially definitely. after the kids go to bed or whatever. Yep. You sit down and you do some work, and mm-hmm. you know if it's something. It's important. Then you'd, you'd stick at it. You don't not looking at you, on you your watch, going, "Oh, it's three o'clock Yeah,
0: I agree with all that, and it, it is really challenging managing a remote team mm. as well. It, it, that's something we've had to adapt to in our office. Yeah, I'd say half the time people are working from home for us, and we've got one team member who's in Gunada, <laughs> who was living on the coast, yeah. but had to move back during COVID to be around family. So. Mm yeah it's uh it is a brave new world really yeah
1: it certainly is and it's been a really confronting thing for those big multinational cbd businesses Mm. where they're paying massive amounts for office space yes that sits three quarters empty for most of the week it's crazy and all those little support businesses uh aren't getting the people you know going for lunch and dinner and that whereas on the central coast we've had the opposite effect yes more people are spending their money locally and so our businesses are actually doing better. Yes, it's it's, interesting. It is very interesting. So Um, um, flipping
0: over to this election that's on Saturday, what are some of the main points that, um, obviously, you're with Labor. You're wearing a lovely red shirt here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what are the main election points that Labor are running on and that you are running
1: on? Yeah, so cost of living is the is the biggest one. It's yeah. affecting everyone. And uh, you can't ignore mm. the fact that people's uh, household budgets are being stretched to the limit. Uh, That causes a lot of other problems then, uh, mental health issues, Mm. uh, social problems. Uh, So we've got a suite of policies which are looking at not just housing but also the cost of living and then uh, the social issues. But probably our biggest one is uh, making sure that we can retain our frontline workers. Mm. So uh, previously, for lots of reasons, uh, there was a cap on wage increases. Yeah. And so those people relatively have been falling behind. Mm. Which means that at our hospitals, uh, we have but we're very short staffed. Yeah. Uh retention is really difficult. Uh whether the fire is police we're losing those people because mm. they can go out now into the uh, other parts of the economy and earn a lot more money. Yeah, that's and, crazy. And so we have to reverse that because their services we can't do without. Yeah. Um, so that's been so. our focus. Uh, it's nice building new big buildings, and Wyong Hospital just had a two hundred million dollar upgrade, which yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but unless you've got the people inside it providing the services, mm. your waiting times are long. Uh, care is is not as good as it should be. Uh, our AMBOs are stuck waiting at the hospital to yeah. off- offload mm, patients yeah. and, and that impacts back on the whole community because when you have sure. an emergency mm. and the hospital's clogged, mm. th- then your uh, your care is compromised. So that's probably our biggest areas of concern and that's going to be expensive. I mean, teachers, uh, health workers, et cetera, have waited a long time. Yeah, um, to get significant pay rises uh, particularly with inflation going up at the the current rate so yeah very true yeah and yeah we need teachers in front of classes otherwise kids yeah. are sitting in the playground and we need nurses otherwise people have to wait so mm. yeah it's a it's a difficult balance because yep. of covid particularly the budget's under stress yeah uh, there's a huge borrowings the deficit's quite large mm. and so we have to Try and shift it in that environment, uh, mm. which is uh, not an easy thing to do.
0: Yeah, definitely not, because it's a spiral too. So obviously, yeah, the Reserve Bank came out and said we've got to be careful. Or they said um, don't rise, don't increase wages for your employees yeah. so <laughs> to try and help inflation. It's like, all right, tell that to my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to like me about that. But yeah, it's, it's it is a, just a balancing act, isn't it? So, yeah, hmm.
1: yeah, and. And because the Reserve Bank only has really interest rates as its lever, mm. uh, we know that that mainly affects younger people because mm. they have more debt, more uh, debt, bigger yeah, mortgages. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're also the people who are probably the frontline workers that are working in our system because yeah. a lot of people, uh, baby boomers are getting to retirement age. Mm. Uh, they're not being replaced at the same rate. And so mm. we get the, those um, skills deficits and uh i think one of the best things is uh both federal and state governments is now uh reducing or getting rid of hex debt so that it encourages people into those into those professions and that's massive i was at tukley markets the other day and a young girl came Mm -hmm. up and she said i can't decide whether i want to be a teacher or a nurse Mm. and she'd even got down to oh well a teacher first year out earns more than a nurse but a nurse can earn a lot more with overtime and, yeah. and all that. And so she was actually so doing the numbers things, because yeah. she wants to buy a house and no, no. she needs to make sure she's you yeah, locks herself into the right income mm. yeah. to be able to afford to to do have the lifestyle that she mm. wants. So That's I thought real. from a nineteen mm. year old that was that was pretty impressive. That's yeah, so definitely impressive. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, um, it's it is interesting with you know being small business in, in our mm. podcast and in our profession. Um, the thing I hear most about the state government is how much they hate state taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all these things that it pays for, uh, which are equally imp- as important uh, yeah. to, to everything that they do in their life. But I mean, it would be great if we could get rid of payroll tax. I mean, we can all agree <laughs> on that. <laughs> it's annoying. But but it is fascinating that it is important that people need to hear what those things pay for because it's easy to forget. We, we hear about the federal government a lot. But mm. You forget the sorts of things that State governments do do. Um, it's yeah. it is hospitals and education yeah, kind important. Of things. <laughs> yeah, <Roads. laughs> police. Exactly. Roads. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's an interesting argument because you know I think they should have a look at taxation overall. Yeah, and, and they need to have a really uh, responsible, difficult discussion mm. because you're right. Payroll tax is a is a tax on jobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but uh this it's one of the biggest income streams for the state yeah, wow. and what's happened over the last decade is uh the government used to own a whole lot of assets mm. uh that made revenue mm. but they've been sold to build freeways and hospitals and things, mm. which schools which yep. we need yeah but each time you sell it you lose your revenue stream mm. and mm. so state revenue is going down we call it actually call it the revenue cliff so we're getting oh, to wow. a point where because uh, you can't borrow for for wages that's Bad economics. Yep. Uh, yeah, you, you borrow <laughs> for infrastructure because there's a, a payback to the community there. Yeah. But if you start having to borrow to cover wages, then you're in big trouble. Mm. And we're reaching that point where, you know, unless revenue increases, and at mm. the moment we were lucky, uh, GST revenue was actually up. Yeah, uh, so right. the state. Percentage share was down but the actual revenue was up mm. uh, but that doesn't happen every year and the same as over the last decade stamp duty has been really high yeah mm. um, property prices with property prices but there's a shift now you know the government's introduced uh, some land tax mm. trouble with that is is that there's a lag then because yes. land tax you it's spread over time over now, a longer yeah. time yeah and so you don't get that money up front mm. so there's actually a, a big uh, hole in the budget wow. in terms of upfront revenue so these are discussions that we have to have in a sensible environment because, you know, it's just not affordable the way that we're currently going. Wow! Uh, and uh, the whole community has to understand that unless we have change, mm. then we're going to have some uh, yeah. We won't have roads. <laughs> yeah. We
0: we've, we've often discussed GST and and you know whether or not they should increase that and and then re- reduce some of these state taxes, but get more share of that GST off to the different states. And yeah. it makes sense to me, but it's hard politically uh, to, to push that through. Yeah, it makes, <laughs> it makes sense,
1: but I don't want to be the person that's yeah. pushing that over. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. there's an equity argument there too, which mm. is really hard discussion to have because probably the people who pay, uh, well, everyone pays GST. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, can't come to you guys and write things off. You, mm. yeah. If you're buying products, you're paying GST. Mm. Uh, but the people who pay the most of their income uh, low-income people mm. because every time they go to the supermarket yeah they're paying things so yep. yeah so you've got to make sure there's you know an equitable situation yes. where those vulnerable people mm. aren't left behind and that makes it really hard yeah. it does
0: because you can't just double gst without affecting those people disproportionately so. mm, yeah. yeah correct yeah yeah or charge gst on say like healthcare. Related right. items without yes. affecting those people. Yeah, so yeah,
1: not without increasing their uh, their pension or that's their right.
0: Money, yeah. so sort of s- swings and roundabouts, so right.
1: which they did when they introduced the GST, mm. but it hasn't kept pace. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <A bit laughs> twenty years ago or yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very interesting. And do you cast your eye over the electorates around you as well? Like, say, the entrance, so I live in that electorate. Um, so unfortunately, I can't vote for you, David. Otherwise, I promise you I would. I would have a conflict
1: <laughs> of interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No, I do, yeah. So I'm the shadow minister for the Central Coast. And uh, in the past, I've been the parliamentary secretary for the Central Coast. And so I deal with a whole lot of... Uh, Central Coast issues, mm. uh, particularly around planning mm. uh, and okay. the environment and those sorts of things. So, part of my role is to know, uh, yeah, a bit about everything, everywhere on the Central Coast. Yeah, yeah, cool. and uh, and sometimes, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a challenge. Oh, that must make your head spin. <laughs> yeah, and it's also about making sure that when money is allocated, it's it's fairly distributed across the coast. Yeah. And, uh, and that's hard because in, say, the Gosford electorate and the Wyang electorate, we have uh, between us almost all of the major infrastructure. Mm. Mm. And so technically more money has to be spent in our two electorates. Yeah. But you've got to make sure that Terrigal, the entrance, and Swansea aren't left behind mm. yep. uh, because, uh, you know, they deserve services and things too. So mm. that that's a challenge and, yeah. It's tricky. Most of the MPs meet each each Wednesday, and we have interesting discussions about <laughs> yeah. yeah what we support and what we don't support, and uh, it's about a bit about managing expectation, but also mm. about uh, making sure that uh, you don't have to travel long distances to uh, access yeah everyday services. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's super interesting because the federal there's sort of two seats, right, or maybe three on The coast yeah, two and a half, yeah. two and a half. Yeah. yeah, so there's five in the state, and then there's one local council, yes, which we spoke about yeah. borrowing for wages before was a bad, bad idea, <laughs> yes. but we, won't, we yeah. won't get into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah no, but that, that's that's good to know. And and I guess sort of taking one more step back, um, and maybe one of our last questions because I know you're a busy guy, you've got the election on Saturday. Why did you get into politics as well? I always think about that with people who are politicians. (laughs) What What? What are they doing doing this for?
1: (laughs) It's a great question. I I was a primary school principal Mm. uh, and I'd been at lots of local schools and down the Riverina. Loved education. uh, Primary school. I don't know how I'd go in high school, (laughs) uh, but primary school and uh, absolutely loved my job. But. As I got involved in lots of other organisations, so I'm involved in Surf Life Saving, I'm a voluntary director with uh, Bendigo Bank here in town. Yeah, cool. Uh, I've um, working with lots of charities and things, and I became very passionate uh, about injustice. Mm. Yeah, okay. And reached the stage where I was, I actually, first time I was elected, I was principal at Carryong, uh, and I was only in my early 40s, and I thought, well, I'm uh, in my career there, I've gone as high as you can in schools. Mm. And so I thought, well, what can I do to advocate on behalf of the community and get those things that we need up here? And uh, the member for a while, and then Paul Crittenden, was retiring, and I got a phone call, and they said, are you interested? Uh, I said, I need to think about it. Yeah. Mm. And uh, they said, well, it's now or never. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so here I am. Nice. Yeah, which is unusual because I also lost. Yeah, I'll come uh, back again, which yeah. rarely happens. Yeah, so because did you win and then, and then lost, yeah, and lost? then lost in won. 2011 Yeah, and then won in 2015. So I feel very honoured that my community yeah. not only re-elected me, but now I've got the biggest margin on the Central Coast. So yeah, that's amazing. Uh, it's, uh, I think uh, they know that I whether you're a business or uh, you're unemployed or you've got a disability, that I get out and fight for people yeah. and, and that's all you can do. Yeah, uh, And, yeah, I think... I've been recognised, which I feel absolutely privileged.
0: I was going to say, yeah, that must be a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm sure... It can be a tough game to be in politics, but it, there's also those positives there too.
1: Yes, yes. Is. We had a, a gentleman at Wyong this morning that was less than happy, <laughs> showed his displeasure, but I'm not sure what his issue was. We didn't actually get onto that. Just, yeah. uh, what was your happening. issue, Tim? <laughs> <Many others>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> just had to <laughs> save my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, yeah no. and, th- and that happens because people are frustrated and yeah, uh, right. I understand that. And I get frustrated too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the hardest thing don't in this job people, is sometimes though, you know, not losing your cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be hard. Especially when you're passionate about int- uh, mm. a particular issue. But, mm. uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, yeah, I think we've got a lot of really good things on the Central Coast through advocacy and, yeah, hope to keep being able to do it.
0: Yeah, well, we cool. really appreciate you coming on and, and giving us your time and yeah. telling us about what's going on in the election this Saturday. So we, we hope you win. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. One you. from one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you yeah. need it. I think. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. been good. I love your podcast. Yeah, very thank interesting you. topics. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're you. welcome
0: back anytime if there's something thank you, you yeah. want to discuss or advocate.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. If I get a new role after next week, I, yeah. Yeah, it might be a great opportunity. That get, sounds good. Get a few ideas from you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're full of ideas. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we're improvers. Uh, <laughs> there we're improvers. That's yeah. it. All right. Well, thanks for coming on and we'll chat to you soon. Okay, thank you. David. And we're back. That was a great chat. Thanks, David. Thanks so much for coming on and, and educating us and, and helping us uh, make a decision for this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, like like I said during the chat, too bad I'm not in the Wyong electorate. Yeah. But also, that would be a conflict of interest. So yeah, we actually then- can't vote for David. Uh- <laughs> 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 we're in the, the entrance yeah. electorate. I didn't realize that was so much smaller than Wyong and Gosford too. So that was a good takeaway. Yeah. For me. Um, that's why my Gutters aren't going to get fixed. No, I think that's a council issue. That's just that is a council issue. Though. That is. Maybe I should get David to advocate on my behalf. You though. should. You should. Someone's going to drown in that damn in that mo- table drain at mo- the front mo- of my house. Yeah. Uh, no, but one thing I really liked, and, and we were talking about it, is is just that view of politicians yeah. and, and that position around, you know, really your local politician is there to advocate for you yes. in the system. Whereas a lot of people will just look at them as the system. Yeah. Like you're just like, Oh, there's that guy. Yeah. Local politician. Yeah. You're like really, you should be making good friends with that person and, and talking because, you know, most of these people get into the business of being a politician because they want to help their communities. Yeah. That's, I was really keen to find mm-hmm. out why David got into politics mm-hmm. and uh, it was nice to hear that backstory. Yeah. And, yeah, he, d- he does seem like uh, one of the good ones, mm-hmm. definitely. Because uh, I'm sure there's some people who get into it for the wrong reasons, but- uh, We've had some locally. Yeah, but I, I'm sure a majority of them, like David, get into mm-hmm. it for the right reasons because they want to advocate for people. Yeah. They want well, to see real change happen. And if you go speak to your local politician and they're not that person, well, guess what? Vote them out. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Yeah. That's, correct. There's a system to correct that. Mm. Yeah. So good chat anyway. Great let, chat. Let, let us know your thoughts on the- on having politicians on. We can we can ask more. Yeah. To come on as well. Well, well. well, we'll move into federal. Yeah. And we'll go into the shadow federal ministry and then we'll go to the actual federal ministry and then- US. All the way to the top. PM. <laughs> PM. I'd like to get um, past politicians on. I was even thinking, because we spoke to someone- who went to a brekky where Peter Costello yep. um, did an address? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to get someone like that on. Yeah, uh, or Kevin Rudd, K Rudd, K Rudd, get K Rudd on to talk us about uh, China, and he, he's very China. he's very versed in that topic. Yeah, true. Uh, we can speak we, Mandarin. We can we can speak to uh, Turnbull, Malcolm Turnbull, XPM. Yes, he was an ex investment banker. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's that's now we're just naming politicians, aren't we? All of them, just all of them. Come on john howard john howard bolin Hanson. is she a current politician or? she is yeah she's a senator there you go oh or is she in low my house she has senators she's still i don't know around. if she is the senator she's still kicking around she's she's there she's a queenslander we don't worry about them <laughs> all right dan do you have another thing for this week do i have an other thing yes ted lasso season three hey. started watching first episode that's came out exciting. last week yes. which made me go back and re-watch the first two seasons nice and what a show honestly mm. it just makes you feel good yeah and um, yeah i'm a big fan that's awesome mm. uh my other thing dan and you should have been expecting this mm. was Football. Essendon mm. winning round one by over 10 goals on Sunday. Against who? Against the Hawks. Probably going to be one of the worst teams in the comp this year, but so were we meant Essendon. to be. Yeah. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. Hawthorne. Okay. Den. Sorry. Uh, we were meant to be really bad too. And then we've just come out and absolutely daxed them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how good is the word daxed? <laughs> you know, I got daxed by this <laughs> these guys on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so love it. we daxed them yeah. and uh, and I got the double, then because mm. my Famousy? fantasy draft team, yeah, got a win. And uh, initially it was by one point. Wait, you won out of everyone? No, just like you get one player to play against okay. each week, yeah, it's like won. a draw, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think I was like the fourth highest score, something nice. like that. Uh, which is good out of 20 20 teams last year you were bottom of the ladder for most of the season and Mm. I I was decimated by injuries before this round I was telling Mm. you about it Um, and I beat my opponent by one point and then they recounted some of the stats for one of the players who finished up on Sunday and then he he lost four points Mm. one point is half a handball Dan that's how close that is that's very close half a handball ridiculous so I I scored 951 he scored 950 isn't that crazy that's an even matchup that is like the tiniest of margins, yeah. literally the smallest of margins that's that there uh, is. That's pretty. And considering if you got the fourth highest score, yeah. that means the, the person you beat had to- a solid team. Probably got the fifth highest score. Exactly. And they still lost. Exactly. Tough, tough for them. Sucked in. Tough beat for them. <laughs> they got Daxed. Yeah. That's <laughs> the whole fantasy football league. <laughs> I say, was, I was very happy with it. I was very happy with it. Yeah. But so. well, that's good. Feeling good. Well, I'm happy for you and your fantasy you. football team. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Actually, very quickly, um, Survivor is coming to an end this week. Well, yeah. Like I mean, speaking of politics, yeah. Oh, I didn't watch last night's episode. Okay. So I've seen. Uh, Nina is gone. No, I did. Nina's gone. Nina. Yeah, yes. I did watch. No. Simon would have been the last person you've seen voted out. Simon. Yeah. No, I've seen last. I've seen Monday's episode. No, that is the last. Yeah, I've seen it. Nina's gone. Nina's gone. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yes. Yep. So Nina's out. I mm. didn't really see that coming, to be honest. Because I thought she was sitting pretty tight. In so that. you thought George was going to- Go with the three? Go with the three? Go so with what's the jacuzzi he gonna do three? With Liz? What's he going to do with Liz? I think, I think Um. he believes that Liz will forgive him mm. and that he and Liz can somehow get rid of Matt. But mm. that's going to be hard because Jerry's not going to turn. Yeah. Um, not on Matt, no. Meaning Jerry's turning on George. Yeah, exactly. I, I could see Matt, Jerry, and Liz voting George out next. Mm. It's 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 a tough it's a tough it's, route forward for him. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that Jerry and Matt. Matt will try and turn. Yeah. Jerry will stay strong. Mm. Not to George though. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Because he's, of he's that done whole so speech far. about how he's like, he's my mentor. He's my mentor here. And it's like <laughs> if he was Jerry. Vote George out. Yeah, exactly. Because he's get clearly going to win. Yeah. Uh, if he makes it to that final two, he's so won. In Jerry's head, he must think he's going to be able to get rid of George. Yeah. The other but th- who knows what Jerry's thinking. So the only thing I can think of is that they go final three, Matt wins out of Jerry and George, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then Matt takes Jerry, George is gone. Yeah. Um, that's what I think Matt's thinking. Yeah. But on that slight possibility- that mm-hmm. George wins or makes it through, just, like you'd just be getting rid of him. He's clearly 100%, won. 100%. Yeah. He's clearly won. Yes. Out of the remaining three, it's out of he's Liz all the and moves. Matt because they've both won a bunch of immunities. Yeah. Jerry. Jerry has no chance of winning. Yeah. No, oh, he can't. And apart from people might like him. I think everyone made, loves him. But he's made no strategic decisions. His strategic move was to lay low and ride the coattails of George. Which it's isn't actually a bad move because he's he's protected himself from getting voted out by George. But it's so also right. not – I don't respect that game. I know. I, I don't respect – do It's the same way Shane Gould won a number of seasons ago. Yeah. She was the Jerry of that season. Wow. And she went to the final with how did, con- how did she convince him? to? Basically, people were a little bit mad at Sean. Really? Sean did poorly convincing the jury that she should win. She played a good game and everyone was like – Shane, good. You're like 70 and you did all the challenges yeah, and you did really well. Yeah. And you made it here. We're going to vote for you. And so she beat Sean. Wow. Poor Sean came back the next year, also made the final two and <sighs> lost again. <laughs> oh, that's rough. It's tough for Sean. Tough for Sean. George has already won 60K. Yeah. Exactly. Simon won a car. So he was pretty stoked. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if uh, George makes it to the final two, two he wins there's no way yeah there's There's no he he wins he's the best player the game's ever seen in australia he really has to get either he he might have a move to get the top three Mm. that might happen without but then he really has to win that final immunity yeah because no one in their right mind would take him yeah over anyone else Mm. because it's like if i'm matt i can beat jerry i can beat liz if i'm liz i could probably beat matt yeah i can beat jerry yeah if i'm jerry I'm um, I'm taking second. Yeah, um, George. Yeah. Anyway, mm. just wanted to give a quick survivor update because it's been a few weeks. Yeah, it's a good it's a good season. Good season. Now I say that I'm not sure if I have seen Nina being voted off. It was last night. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one, but that's okay. I knew she was going to be next. Yeah, why I was sort of saying it looked like. Yeah, I'll she she turned on Simon. She turned on Simon. It looked like. She was going to be able to convince George to go, and I won't say anything more because a few things do happen. Didn't convince you convince the others to vote for George? No, no. Convince George and Liz to vote out Matt. Oh, mm. and it looked like it was going to happen. Okay, I definitely haven't seen that episode. Okay, go watch so, it. Uh, you, you know the end result. Yeah, the, that's the right. The journey sets up. The yeah, exactly. Episode, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Follow us on all the social medias, 2 accountants on all those, 2DrunkPodcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us um, an email. Send us video questions. I want to do a mailbag episode, so send us an audio or a video just saying, g'day, hey, i got a question for you. Can you answer this? Mm -hmm. Um, We love that. Yep. I've got a question sitting on my desk right now, actually. Mm. Okay. Mm. Interesting. All right. Well, we will answer all of these questions if you send them through. Yeah. We love it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will catch you later. Bye. Bye.